Welcome to Jersey Guy Sports, your sports talk home for the Yankees, the Giants, the Rangers, and the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, and I'm your host, Don. Thanks for listening today. I'm going to be discussing Rutgers winning ugly, barely beating Temple 16-14. to So let's go ahead and get started. What to say about Rutgers football? Rutgers held off Temple Saturday, winning 16-14 to in Philadelphia on the road. This was about the ugliest win for Rutgers football in recent memory. And that's saying a lot for Rutgers football. There's been some ugly losses, but to play this badly and actually win the game is something else. And to recap a little bit before we talk about the specifics, our passing attack was and continues to be a dumpster fire at this point. Rutgers completed just 10 passes, 10 passes all game, 10 of 17, 59 yards passing including just a insane 21 yards in the first half on three of seven. 21 yards in the first half, 59 yards total passing for the game. Against Temple. Against Temple. Critical penalties for Rutgers at the worst times, which hurt the offense badly. And special teams at times, too. The offensive line was next to atrocious, offering no pass protection and very little in the way of run blocking for just about all of the of the game, maybe until the very, very end. Wimsat himself left early with an injury. Simon played the rest of the game and was mostly ineffective. He had little time, though, all day because the offensive line was so bad. It was a brutal offensive performance any way you look at it, from the ridiculous play calling from Gleason Terrible offensive line performance, the poor quarterback play, the poor receiver play, everything. If ineffective play calling, the penalties, oh my God, it was a terrible, terrible game. And still, Rutgers managed to win the game and go 3-0. and That's about the only good thing you can say. Rutgers is 3-0. and <clears throat> As far as the game, this one started with proper foreshadowing. Because on the very, very, very first play of the game, Temple had the ball. And our defensive back for Rutgers, Longerbeam, who everyone was giving all kinds of props to after the last couple games, dropped a gifted, 100% sure pick six on the very first play of the game. And it was a ridiculous drop. There was nobody near him. And there was nobody between him and six points, and he just dropped it. And that foreshadowed exactly how Rutgers was going to play this game. It was an unforgivable, insane drop. He later had other bad plays. Longer Beam had a terrible, terrible game. Temple then drove down later on a 12-play drive and took a 7-0 lead. And Rutgers' defense looked really, really weak the entire drive. I mean, no pressure anytime. The freshman quarterback drove back. His name was Warner, by the way, who is the son of NFL quarterback Kurt Warner. And he looked pretty damn good for a freshman quarterback on Temple. The offense for Rutgers could not move the ball the entire first period. The offensive line looked so poor early. I can't even describe how badly they they look. Rutgers got exactly one first down. And it was on a Johnny Langan run. That was it. 
defense looked mostly awful the first half. It was really embarrassing. We actually caught a really, really, really big break. <clears throat> In the second quarter, Rutgers was on defense, and Temple dropped back to pass, and one of our defensive backs, Jaquan Loyal, he was a defensive back. He blitzed. He deflected a pass, jumping up, caught his own deflection, and then took it 50 yards for a huge, huge pick six that just sort of turned the momentum and turned the game. We were down 7-3 at that point, and that put us up 10-7, to and it was a gigantic, gigantic, gigantic lift. It took the defense to score our only touchdown of the game. The offense, though, continued to look much like a dumpster fire. <clears throat> In addition to all of that, our kicker, uh, McAdamy, missed another Another short field goal with one minute left in the first half. Just if in case you're counting at home, McAdamy has now missed two short field goals and an extra point in the first two and a half games at that point, right? It is impossible to have any confidence in this dude. I don't know how any Rutgers fan can sit back and think, hey, if we're down against, you know, Iowa next week or, you know, Michigan in a couple weeks or whatever, and we need a field goal with, you know, 30 seconds left in the game. How can anyone have any confidence in this kicker? He's missed an extra point in two chip shot field goals, and it's only been two and a half games. It's just, it is problem after problem, and and this did not help Rutgers' game. It was an absolute miracle that Rutgers was leading at the half, which they were, 10-7. to 7. It was mostly a disgraceful offensive performance and really a poor defensive performance. A lot's going to be written about how the defense saved the offense in this game. And I guess, you know, when you're looking comparatively, yeah, the defense certainly played better than the offense, but that's like saying, you know, you played better than a pile of shit. I mean, you know, if you basically stood up and your pants didn't fall off, you played better than, than the offense did. I mean, they were not horrible, the defense, but there were long stretches of time where the defense were, they just looked terrible. They looked really bad. And, you know, we're not playing Michigan here. We're not playing Iowa, you know, Wisconsin. That's just pushing us off the ball. It was friggin' Temple. And we could not get any kind of holes for the runners to run. And we could not protect the quarterback at all. We could not move the ball. The quarterback could not throw accurately. We could not do anything offensively. It was, believe me, a miracle that we were up 10-7 to at the half. The second half. Started poorly again for Rutgers. The out offensive line got outplayed badly. It started with some kind of jet sweep or something to uh, like Krushank. He immediately lost like five yards, and that's how it went. It was just bad offensive play after bad offensive play. Terrible play calling by Gleason, who continued to not take any kind of chances. Starting the game with run, run, pass, run, run, you know, try a pass on third down, where you're putting the quarterback in third and long. Two of you know the first two series. I'm not going to get into specifics. Gleason sucked as an offensive play caller. Let's just leave it that he sucked balls. The offensive line sucked balls. The receivers sucked balls. The quarterbacks and really there was one did not play well at all. Simon you know didn't have a lot of help and he certainly was under pressure the whole time. So it's hard to say he was that bad. But when he did have time, I don't know. He made some bad decisions and, and did not throw the ball particularly accurately. Still, it, it's hard to just find anything, anything at all positive about this offense. We did play a freshman running back. His name was Brown. He's like a big dude, big boy. He carried a few people a couple times. I guess if you had to look for something positive on the offense, 
they got to get this kid Brown more carries. He's a big, giant freshman. He's kind of a different ilk than the other running backs we have who are sort of short slashers, quick little guys. We have this big guy who really seems to, you know, run more like Langdon than the other running backs, meaning, you know, he gets downfield, he runs north and south, and he carries people. He bounces off hits. So if you're looking for something, Langdon played really well, and this new running freshman running back, um, Brown, played well. But honestly, other than that, there's about 30 negatives. So there's a two slight positives. Rutgers, you know, in the second half and the third quarter, I guess, <clears throat> They had to settle for a short field goal, 25 yards, and they ended up going up 13-7 after they had a couple decent runs and then stalled. Rutgers, at that point, this is the third quarter, right? Maybe, I don't know, five, six, seven minutes left in the third quarter. 63 total yards of offense with the third quarter winding down. 63 yards. This is Temple, guys. This is not Ohio State we're playing you know, we're not playing, uh, I don't know, LSU or uh, <clears throat> Alabama here. It is Temple. 63 yards of offense with six minutes left in the third quarter. I don't know how we're ever going to move the ball against Michigan, or Iowa, Penn State. I mean, what a joke. This is an embarrassing performance. Rutgers briefly, though, was up 16-7 to after another field goal when we were heading into the fourth. Um, and that... 16 to 7 lead lasted exactly 46 seconds as Rutgers defense then collapsed and in two plays gave up a touchdown and the lead was 16 14. So it was 16 17. Yay. We couldn't get a minute of enjoying that and it was 16 14 because there was one 15 yard pass to the flat and then one pass right over the middle where some defensive back whiffed and the guy went down the field for 50 yards and bam. Two plays later, 45 seconds, it was 16-14. <clears throat> and again, everyone's going to write how the defense saved the offense, but I'm telling you, the defense played okay at best. They were really bad in many, many spots. Had all kinds of problems getting pressure on the quarterback. Really, really could not get in the backfield at all. Did not really stop the run that well. I don't know what the stats are, but if you're watching the game, you know the defense played better at the end and helped at the end, but a lot of the game... Basically, it was Temple turning the ball over, going for it on fourth down in their own territory, making stupid decisions that cost them. They dropped a short touchdown on one pass, which would have been easy, seven more points. A couple big third downs, they dropped passes. Look, you got to give credit. When, when, when a defense only gives up 14 points, you give them credit. So shout out to Rutgers defense. And the offense is so, so, so bad for Rutgers now that no one's even going to think about talking about the defense. But I'm telling you, the defense was not that great. Despite what everyone will write, they were okay. They were helped out by a few lucky breaks, a few drops, and really just just Temple outthinking themselves on a few things. Temple could have easily had 28, 31 points here. They, they, between some bad coaching decision and a couple drop third downs and a clear drop touchdown pass, uh, on one third down, um, <clears throat> it could have been a lot worse. So, yes, Rutgers defense played okay. They certainly stepped up and played better in the fourth quarter, particularly on a couple fourth downs that Temple stupidly went for in their own in their own uh, end of the field, which was really dumb and really led to, you know, helping Rutgers win the game. So certainly you have to give them credit. But <clears throat> what can you say? 
No one's going to say the defense played badly when the offense was an absolute dumpster fire, which is what it was. So offense as bad as you can get zero out of a hundred, maybe negative one, if you can actually go there. But the defense, you know, on any other day would say played really poorly, but the offense was so bad. No one's even going to think about the defense. Um, Rutgers then when they were down six up 16, 14, they had another disaster of a drive where we actually got a couple decent runs, mostly from our new freshman running back, got, you know, to the Temple 28. And then, of course, we ended up punting, right? Because, you know, from our own 40, with like six minutes left in the game, because Simon, <clears throat> who was playing the entire second half, he took a terrible 14-yard sack on the third and eight. I, I don't know how you do that, right? You're in field goal range. You're up two. A field goal puts you up five and make them score a touchdown. Takes a big sack, a 14-yard sack on third and eight. Forced us to punt. Just insane. I know he's probably young and inexperienced and blah, blah, blah. But boy, oh boy, I'm telling you, it is just a friggin' miracle Rutgers won this game. We made so many mistakes at every level. At quarterback, uh, I'm not going to go through it again. It just is amazing. So he takes the sack. And in the end, Rutgers defense played a little bit better on the ensuing possessions, and Rutgers held on and won 16-14 to in what is one of the uglier wins in recent Rutgers memory. And if ever there's such thing as, say, an embarrassing victory, this was it. Let me tell you, we will not win Big Ten games with this offense playing this way and this kind of play calling Gleason did not try to get the ball downfield. He did not mix it up properly. He did not throw on first down. He did not put this team in position to win. In the end, you got to be happy Rutgers won because if they could play this kind of shitball of a game and actually win the game, that does say something about it. And people are going to take the positives, and Shanna will talk about how he gritted it out and chopped through it and the defense you know, picked up the offense and all that. And you have to say, you know, 3-0 3-0 is 3-0 because in the end, Rutgers found a way to win and they're 3-0. Well, boy, oh boy, was this a harbinger of bad things to come unless there's some drastic changes to be made. Now with Wimsat possibly injured next week, <clears throat> if Federal is still out, we're down to one scholarship quarterback, you know, and, and so Simon is going to have to be the guy for sure. With maybe an occasional respite from Langan coming in who continues to just be the heart and soul of this team a lot of times. Um, but it is, how's how should I put this? It is impossible to imagine having less confidence in this Rutgers team after last week <clears throat> than I now have at the end of this tragedy of a game. It's just impossible. <clears throat> we came out of last week. We had beaten, you know, Boston College in the road in a shocking win in week one in great comeback fashion. We trounced Wagner as we should have, moving the ball up and down the field at will. It's Wagner, so nobody cared. <clears throat> but you compare the confidence I had in this team last week to the confidence I now have, and it, it has to be impossible to imagine having less confidence than I than I do now uh, after seeing what they did the first two weeks. Still, 3-0 is 3-0, and I will take it every time. But this Rutgers team better get their damn act together, as there's a this should be a giant, glaring warning light to Shiano and Gleason and the entire team. They need to rapidly improve 
and, and exponentially improve to compete in Big Ten play, which starts next week. We are home to Iowa, which should be pretty awesome. And um, hopefully we, we get our act together and, and go forward and, and play better at this point. Um, so go Rutgers, and thank you for listening to Jersey Guy Sports. I want you to please subscribe to the podcast and please tell your friends all about it. And I'll be back soon with some more sports talk. Thanks, and have a good day.